Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21-plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. This is the final hour on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. We'll head to St. Andrews coming up here in a moment. Tiger, a couple hours ago, spoke to the media, gave his thoughts on the Live Tour. Have that for you coming up. Also, ranking the NFL's top 10 quarterbacks for 2022, executives, coaches, players make their picks for the best quarterbacks. This according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. We'll have that for you coming up here in a moment. Got a couple of poll questions today. We'll get updates on that. Say good morning to those watching on Peacock. Streaming partner, you can watch the program. You can also listen on uh, nearly 400 radio affiliates around the country. Fox Sports Radio, iHeart Radio, and our other great radio affiliates around the country. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter. Doesn't cost you anything. Comes out every day in case you miss the show. Even if you listen to the show. Recaps everything. Some of the highlights in there. Available daily. Comes into your inbox at 6 Eastern. And you go to danpatrick.com. Just put your email address in the box that slides out in the bottom right corner. And Mario and Rob will make sure that you get the uh, newsletter every single day. All right, Seaton, update the poll results, then we'll uh, do the top 10 quarterbacks for 2022. Well, Dan, we, about a half hour ago, we put up a third poll question on Twitter. Why would someone want to be an umpire referee? Yeah. Right now, 51% of the audience have absolutely no idea. Well, you know what? Let me try Jeff in Buffalo on that topic. He's been holding. Jeff, can you uh, illuminate us on why somebody would want to be an official? Good morning. Good segue. Not bad. Good morning, everyone. 
Uh, I be my career as a player uh, morphed from a top college player to an official when I started coaching. And just as Richard Jefferson is doing what he's doing, he's a great all-around player. I I liked being able to know. I, I wanted to be able to know the game, and I know I didn't know the game. So I got involved in officiating because I know as a coach, I needed to know more about what I was what I was seeing. What's the toughest um, part about of officiating? Um, from from the official standpoint, I, I I think it's the same challenges as a player. Uh, I played against college players, Olympians, pro ball players. That challenge, it's not it's not hard. It's fun. It's you want to be challenged. And at the time when I was offici- starting officiating, I was still a top player. I went from a top college player to a, a low-level club player. But I love the challenge. So when I do, I've done high school, I've done college, I've done grade school. The challenge is the fun part of the game, connecting with the players. Um, quick story, I'll try to keep it under 30 seconds. I did a regional tournament, 16 and under, and one of my crew made a bad call. And I, as the first official, had to correct that call. Now, the player on one of the teams was incensed that I had to correct a call that went, went against them and would have given them a point. And I called him over, told him, look, this is all I can do. I have to replay the point. It was volleyball, by the way. And that's all I can do. You're a good player. You're their top player. You need to keep your head. They went on to win that game. He settled down. And what I always remember is his parents came over afterwards and said, thank you for doing that for our son. Yeah, I you know, and, and thank you, Jeff, for sharing that. Uh, it's still a tough job that you know going to work every day you're going to get yelled at. Or we like to call that just being fritzy. Yes, yes, Paul. I think the toughest part about being, let's say it was an NBA ref or a basketball ref, no. is not saying you're sorry when you make a call. Yeah. Because I don't think you could do that like six or seven times a night. You make a foul call and you're like, man, I don't know if I got that one or not. You have to stick by it. You can't go, uh, hey, man, I'm sorry about that. And you want to say, when you make a mistake, it's nat- natural to say sorry, but you can't. I don't think you could do that as an official during the flow of a game. Feels like if you're an umpire, you can say to the catcher, all right, you know what? I might have missed that one. I don't know how often that happens, but, you know, because then the catcher, if I'm the catcher, I go back to the manager and say, yeah, he, he admitted that he made a mistake. And then that manager might be, you're making mistakes. You're admitting you're making, you know, that it's not that, that it just feels like you go there. Nobody remembers you if you actually do your job well. They only remember you when you screw up. All right. Ranking the NFL's top 10 quarterbacks. This is according uh, to Jeremy Fowler. Voters gave their best 10 players at uh, the quarterbacking position. So you had league executives who did this. So coaches, scouts, players, and uh, the candidates were uh, their ranking uh, uh, consisted of interviews, research, film study. Uh, In total, more than 50 voters submitted a ballot uh, on the quarterbacking position. They did it for all the positions, but uh, this is what people care about. Your uh, top 10 quarterbacks. Number one on the list is Aaron Rodgers. Last year, he was number two. So Rodgers is number one. 
Then Patrick Mahomes is number two. Josh Allen is three. Tom Brady is four. Last year, his ranking was three. Joe Burrow was honorable mention last year. Now he's five. Matthew Stafford last year was ranked sixth. This year, ranked sixth. So winning the Super Bowl didn't really change anything. He was ranked sixth. Uh, Justin Herbert. Last year ranked ninth, now he's seventh. Russell Wilson Jr. the third was fourth last year, now he's eighth. Deshaun Watson last year was not ranked, now he's ninth. And number 10 on that list, Dak Prescott. Hmm. All right, let me ask you this. Because Aaron Rodgers is always, it feels like, described as the most talented player to ever play the position. We say that a lot about Kyrie Irving. Man, is he, he might be the most talented ball handler ever. Not winning, because he's won a championship, and Aaron Rodgers has won a championship. So, sometimes when you're, Tom Brady's never the most talented. But he's the best quarterback of all time. Nobody's ever said, you know, Tom is the best. He's the most talented quarterback. No, he's the best quarterback. He's not the most talented. If I said you had one quarterback this year to win, who would it be? Yeah, Paul. A playoff game? The entire season. Oh. Now, if we got to the playoffs, then that, you know, that I think that's a foregone conclusion. You still want, you know, you know hashtag Tommy. Yes, Seaton. This might be the ghost of somebody here, but uh, doesn't it depend on who's around them and the system that they're in? Well, system. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> you love that, don't you? Well, no, you know what it is? It's like uh, Matthew Stafford all of a sudden is like the fifth best quarterback in the league uh, when he has a bunch of great weapons around him. That's amazing how that happens. No, but he was sixth last year, and he's sixth this, this year. So he was sixth before they even won a uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, but where was he before he went to Los Angeles? He's probably a top 10 quarterback, I'm guessing. Maybe. Yeah. Talented. Like, he was, he he fit into that, man, he's one of the more talented quarterbacks. He just didn't win anything. Um, but it's it's kind of, you know, Tom Brady is never described that way. Man, is he talented. It's just, you got one game to win, you want Brady as your quarterback. But if I said... You got this quarterback the entire season. Are you, Todd? I'll ask you. Who are you taking? You got one quarterback the entire season. Who are you taking? I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes. All right, Seaton. Probably take Aaron Rodgers. All right, uh, Mark. <laughs> I'm going to take Mahomes. All right, Paulie. Josh Allen. Yeah. I probably do Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen can do more with less. You know, Mahomes has had a lot of talent, and he's he's extremely talented. But I, I, I probably – I don't know if there's a wrong answer in the top five. Yeah, Marv. I want to change my answer completely. Jimmy G, because all he does is win. Oh, oh, oh let's go. Wow. Let's oh. go. All right. Not necessarily a, like a Super Bowl. I can't believe that. he overthrew him. I mean, yeah. he overthrew him, BP. <laughs> oh, uh, Lamar Jackson, here's the news I was trying to get at. Took me a long wind-up there. Lamar Jackson's not in the top ten. Talk about doing more with less, it's Lamar Jackson. 
Does any quarterback have less weapons than Lamar Jackson? Uh, of, of the top 10. You know, Josh Allen has Stephon Diggs. Now, Lamar has Mark Andrews. Very good tight end, but not much else there. Uh, they just traded away Hollywood. You know, they had all their running backs injured. If you're the if you're the Ravens, are you happy that he's not ranked in the top ten because you still haven't paid him yet? Is that where you go? Uh, you're not even a top ten quarterback. Uh, we're going to give you sixteen million dollars a year. Um, I'm trying to think out of that list who who you know Brady's got Mike Evans who could end up in the Hall of Fame. Godwin is very good. He had Gronk. Um. Rodgers has two good running backs, a good offensive line. Now he lost Devontae Adams, but I get the feeling Rodgers is going to make somebody a star this year. Uh, Mahomes loses Tyreek Hill. He's still got Kelsey. Um, yeah, you start to think of the weapons, and, and it, it's hard to be a great quarterback if you don't have these weapons, and Lamar Jackson certainly proved that last year. Yeah, Paul. So this, this poll has a bunch of scouts and you know GMs, and so and they also have the lowest ranking. Any person who filled out a ballot has them. Someone had Aaron Rodgers as the fifth-ranked quarterback in the league. That's a tough case to make. Out of the top three is a tough case. Someone had Mahomes as fifth, right? Someone had Josh Allen ranked seventh in their quarterback ranks. I want to know the first six of these people. That That's really out of whack. But also... It's like when you fill out a Heisman ballot. How I view it is different than how you view it. Like, what are we basing this on? You know, the best quarterback, you know, intangibles, winning. Um, so I think understanding criteria, you know, you have to have context with this. And I think that that's sometimes where it gets a little loose in the interpretation of, Here's the top 10 quarterbacks. Yeah, Paul. Joe Burrow's ranked five, and some of the context for him was he did this while having a subpar offensive line and getting beat up and coming off a knee injury. It was like a bunch of stuff was uh, stacked against him. Yeah, he got Jamar Chase, and the offense is way better, but he made it that way. The offensive line did not like – he got a little better in the playoffs. Well, this is the interesting year for Joe Burrow because they did go out and strengthen the offensive line. Now you got the Super Bowl loss. Now you want to prove that it wasn't a fluke. And – that, that's what I'm curious with Joe Burrow. Uh, Justin Herbert, you know, sometimes you take the wrapper off and you go, wow, we got a shiny new toy. Then after a while you're going, we got to do something in the playoffs here with our shiny new toy. You know, it's like Mahomes. You know, it, it's a dynasty of one championship so far. It's supposed to be like, oh my God, they're going to win championships. Okay, now... You know, the AFC West might be the most competitive division right now in football. Yeah, Paul. Justin Herbert's got a lot of the first two-year records because Peyton Manning's first year, he led the league in interceptions. Yeah. Guys like Rodgers and Favre, they didn't play much their first years. Even Peyton Manning had a lot of picks. But Justin Herbert, in his first two seasons, has 9,400 yards, 70 touchdowns, and 25 picks. Mm. Those are all record numbers, except for the picks. Todd has his Sports Center tees that he's been sitting on. And... um do you want to get up and take it off your seat? And yeah, let's tell do me? it. Okay, here's here's Todd. Are you okay to do it now? No, absolutely. Okay. Right. Marv, you got some Sports Center music, and here we go.
Coming up on SportsCenter, no sleep till Brooklyn. Why figuring out what to do with Kyrie and KD will be a beast. They've seen enough magic from Bancaro. Orlando decides not to roll dice by playing Paolo anymore. Saban ain't so. Nick's not exactly D's nuts about mega conferences. What's in a name? Are Steeler fans accurate sure they'd rather have Hines? Speaking of Pittsburgh, is one longtime Penguin about to skate out of town? Also, the Open Championship's about to get underway, so what's that got to do with the Justice Department? Plus, why it appears the play-in will play on. We've planted the seeds, so let's grow your knowledge. Sports Center next. Linda Cohn would be very proud of you. Got a little hockey in there. Yeah, thank you, Tom. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we'll uh, head to St. Andrews. More phone calls coming up as well. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. M-Drive Boost and Burn is here to help you. Everyday supplement for guys who want to burn fat, boost energy, and support healthy testosterone. And it's really simple to use because you can take a scoop of it and you can put it in a fruit smoothie as I do. Uh, You get results. It's made with clinically tested ingredients. It supports healthy weight loss. And uh, you got testosterone. You got enhanced lean muscle. Right now, you can try it all. $5. They believe in their products. Seton was on a conference call with them yesterday talking about the science behind all of this. They've created an exclusive trial offer just for my listeners. $5. Go to mdrivedan.com. Get your first two weeks of mdrive boost and burn for just $5 plus free shipping. Don't let age beat you. Sign up for the two-week trial, and uh, you can do do so at mdrivedan.com. First two weeks, and it's only $5. Free shipping, mdrive. Ask about Boost and Burn. They have so many other products there that you'll be exposed to when you go to that website. But sign up for the $5 offer, free shipping, mdrivedan.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. 
and it's less filling, only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well... If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I got the odds to win the Open Championship. Rory is favored. A little surprised because Xander Shoffley's playing so well. Scotty Scheffler's in there. Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth. Tiger, uh, long shot. Dustin Johnson, not as much. Phil Mickelson, right now, according to DraftKings, plus 30,000 to win the Open Championship. Let's bring in uh, Bob Herrig. He's there at the Open Championship. Sports Illustrated golf writer and uh, author of the book, Tiger and Phil, Golf's Most Fascinating Rivalry, uh, released in April. How would you describe the scene this morning when uh, Tiger took the microphone in front of the media? Hey, Dan. Yeah, well, it's always an interesting scene. Uh, People are keen to hear what Tiger has to say, and we see him so little these days given the injuries that he suffered and the small amount of golf that he's playing. So uh, there was a lot to get to. I think we wanted to know about his health and why he's able to have been practiced so much here this week. And obviously there's a lot of other issues in the game that he touched on uh, quite a bit. I think a lot more than, than we anticipated. How many of these interviews happen without the question of the live tour coming up? Almost zero now, especially among the prom. Okay. Especially among the prominent players. It's just been such a, um, you know, a, a big topic in the game. It's, it's, it's been disruptive to the game. Uh, we've got so many named players that have gone. Uh, and, and, and there's a bunch of them here, obviously, uh, playing in the Open this week. Uh, 
that, that are eligible and, and, and it's caused some awkwardness, frankly, you know, there's, you know, Tiger was pretty strong about it today. There's some guys who are very upset that, uh, that these players have made this decision and, and, you know, we really don't quite know where this is all going to go. Greg Norman was not invited. Um, he's won the Open Championship twice. No matter what you think of the Live Tour, was it fair to not invite a former champion? Uh, to me, no. I, I, I think they made it worse by doing that. Um, they, they called more attention to it. They put out a statement on Saturday, which caused us all to write about it. Um, Norman knew for at least a week that he hadn't, that he hadn't been invited. And, uh, I don't think he was out there making a big deal out of it. And had Greg been here this week, he would have probably taken part in that champions, uh, event on Monday that Tiger was in Lee Trevino, a lot of the past champions. I don't think Greg was going to go out of his way to be disruptive or, 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 or do anything that was going to distract from the open. He did win it twice. Um, he could have attended the champions dinner tonight had he so chosen. Now, I mean, in their defense, Norman did piss, uh, did p take a, a chance, pass on a chance in, in 2015 to play his final open here at St. Andrews. He was 60 then, 60 is the age limit, and, uh, and chose not to, and chose not to take part in the champions event. So, you know, maybe some of it stems from that, too. But, uh, you know, they could have invited him and let it be his decision. How does it work when they pick – do they pick who they're going to put in front of the media? Therefore, if they don't want to give Bryson DeChambeau or Dustin Johnson or Patrick Reed the opportunity to be on stage, it, is it done that way that it's, you know, we're going to pick the top players and they decided not to include the live tour? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, there's there's a there's a pretty obvious list of guys that, that we'd like to get in here. Um, you know, obviously the defending champion Morikawa, Scheffler won the Masters, Justin Thomas won the PGA, Matt Fitzpatrick won the U.S. Open. You'd like to have them. You'd maybe like to have some past champions of the Open. Dustin Johnson would have qualified. Phil Mickelson would have qualified, certainly. I mean, last year, Phil Mickelson won the PGA Championship. You know, and he's almost not been discussed this week. Yeah, you know, I think it was, I don't think it was a coincidence that none of the live guys were invited in. I mean, Louis Oosthuizen, who won the Open here in 2010 and lost in a playoff here in 2015. So the last two Opens here, he was very much part of the story. Was second at two majors last year and third at another. He might be a guy we'd want to talk to, but he's part of the live tour and they chose not to bring him in. Is Phil been around? I mean, is he being Phil Mickelson? Thumbs up and all of that? <laughs> yeah, Phil's been out there practicing, um, you know, but, but Stan very much in the background, you know. Um, uh, he elected not to, to, to be part of that Champions event on Monday, and, and it's my understanding he's not going to the Champions dinner tonight. Um, that kind of tells you where we are, I think. I mean, before all this, Phil is a beloved figure in the game, you know, 30-year history. Yeah. And now he's sort of, you know, taking himself out of these things, and he's obviously gotten a lot of criticism. Um, it's just a strange place we find ourselves in in golf right now. How do things play out this week, Bob? Good question. I think a lot of it depends on the weather. You know, the old course, St. Andrews, it, 
lots of fears that it just has not withstood the test of time or that it won't. Um, and it's so weather dependent. Not had any rain. It's very firm, very dry. It's been windy. If it continues to be windy, then I think it gets really interesting. Because, you know, a guy like Scheffler never played here before this week. Uh, Justin Thomas has never played in the open here. Matt Fitzpatrick says the course doesn't really suit him. You know, I, it, 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 does, it just brings in so much doubt when you don't know how far the ball is going to run on hard greens or, and hard ground and when the wind blows. If it's calm, Tony Fino said, I can hit a wedge to every par four. I'm not sure we really want that. So it's going to be really interesting to see how the weather plays out. And you know, I think a lot of guys have a great chance this week. You know, Rory's the guy you mentioned earlier. I think we're all looking to see how he might fare. I was telling the audience uh, that the 17th tee box and, <laughs> you know, you got a hotel in front of you. Um, right. You know, I, I've had trees in front of me and, you know, I've had, th- you know, water in front of me. How many times you have a hotel in front of you? And I know that, that it doesn't affect the pros, but if you're an amateur and you're on that tee box, uh, what, what were your thoughts the first time you played it and you try to hit it over the corner of that uh, hotel? You know, if you designed a hole like that today, you'd be vilified. <laughs> I mean, it just wouldn't it just wouldn't happen. I mean, you'd get you'd get scorched for for even suggesting it. And and you know, you say it doesn't affect the pros. I was watching the practice round on Sunday with Tiger and JT and Justin Thomas hit it into the hotel. <laughs> he, 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 in fact, when he when he when he hit the tee shot, he screamed out, hit a window. He was mad at himself, obviously, and it landed like in a like in a little uh, patio area of the hotel. So it's oh, wow. it's in play. I mean, it was OB, but you can hit it over there. There's that there's that old railway shed that says Old Course Hotel, and everybody says you aim over the O in the word course, and it's just it's disconcerting. I watched Lee Trevino yesterday; took it right over that thing. 82 years old. Wow. Um, for an amateur, your your instinct is going to be to try to go to the left of it. But if you do that, you're in terrible rough and you're not playing the line of the hole. It's, it's intimidating. Uh, do we know what the offer was from the Live Tour to Tiger? You know, I've seen this number out there, a billion dollars. I tend to think that's probably not accurate. But if Phil was getting $200 million, well, Tiger's got to be more than that. At least you know, a half a billion. You would think. You would think. And, and um, you know, Tiger... Uh, twice Tiger turned down the opportunity to play in the Saudi international tournament at the time, a European tour event. Um, Because, you know, you could certainly make the argument Tiger couldn't do this anyway at this stage of his career. He's, he's playing three events this year. They have eight. They want to go to 14 next year. You're required to play them all. Now, now maybe they'd make some dispensation for him, but uh, you know, Tiger isn't going to be able to, to do that. But, I, I do sort of believe him when he says that, uh, you know, it just wasn't for him. He doesn't believe in it. You know, he was very strong in his comments today. Uh, I'll leave you with this. The Live Tour is going to be in New Jersey coming up, and mm-hmm. uh, that's Bedminster. That's Donald Trump's course. Correct. There are a lot of people who lost people, uh, friends, family, loved ones, in 9-11. And being in Jersey with the, you know, the Saudi-backed tour, uh, do you think the I, protest going to Are you going to cover that event? I am. Um, I've been to the first two, actually. Okay. There were some protests in Portland as well. Um, yeah, listen, 
Bedminster has the potential to be volatile. Um, there, there, there's the potential to be a lot of noise outside of the golf. You mentioned the 9-11 connection. There's also the Trump connection. The people that support Trump and a lot of people involved in, on, on his side of things are firmly behind Liv. You know, Trump's been very critical of the PGA Tour recently. Uh, he's not happy that they took a course uh, tournament away from his course at Doral a few years ago, even though I would argue it had nothing to do with him. It had to do with losing a sponsor. But so you've got those people who are very, very firmly behind Liv. A lot hmm. of people are. There's a lot of people that support it and see the good in it and see, see positives. And then, of course, there's a lot of negatives not just based on where the funding's coming from, but because as Tiger mentions today, by the way, the Saudi thing never came up today. Saudi or Tiger mentioned turning your back on the PGA Tour, you know, guaranteed money. I, I, why would you keep trying hard? Mm -hmm. uh, what about losing your spot in the majors? But there's so many aspects to this, and it's very polarizing. Bob, thank you, and uh, have fun this week. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate it. Bob Herrick. Sports Illustrated golf writer, author of the book, Tiger and Phil, Golf's Most Fascinating Rivalry, released in April. Yeah, that's going to be a big deal in Jersey uh, with the Saudi back tour. And you can imagine there's still some raw emotion there with a lot of people. Uh, you know, you'd have people in Jersey and they would commute into the city. You know, you take the uh, path train into the city or drive in and this feels like there's, there's going to be a protest or, you know, there's going to be something going on there. Probably so. All right. Um, we'll get to phone calls coming up. David Faraday will join us on the program tomorrow. Yeah, Paul. He's from Northern Ireland. Northern. Right? Yeah. Have you ever been to a golf course in Northern Ireland or just Ireland? I've been outside of Dublin, but I've never been to Northern Ireland. And it's beautiful. But at the time, you know, they had the troubles there. So you didn't go to Northern Ireland. And... You know, but the 70s and the 80s, and then I, I think I just sort of felt like I Dublin is is as far as I've, I'm going up. But I've played, you know, Port Marnock. I've, I've played, you know, quite a few courses in Ireland. Uh, but Rory is from, I think, Hollywood, Ireland. I think it's Northern Ireland uh, is where he's from. But your accent is different because Patrick Harrington will say turdy turd, but... Rory doesn't say. He'll say 33rd. I remember we had him on. I'm going, how would you say 33rd? And you go, uh, 33rd. I go, oh. <laughs> I said, well, Harrington. He goes, oh, yeah, he'll say 33rd. I said, yeah, that's what I wanted here. Plus, you get the Gaelics over there, and you're like, I have no idea what you're saying. And some of the signs, like, but it is fascinating. And the weather is, you're never quite sure. But the scenery is unsurpassed and then you put scotland in there as well uh and the open championship at st andrews you go into downtown got a pub there you know get a guinness um they're going to close off the streets there got a university there um you know famous uh university yeah Paul. i'm looking at that right now i looked up pubs in st andrews scotland and they're all like brass and wood and old school yeah oh, oh you'd love it oh i know yeah guinness on tap there it's just, it's different. It may not be what you would want to play all the time, but it is, it does give you a different perspective of what golf is like. And sometimes you get in those bunkers, like you could lose a child in those bunkers. Yeah. 
I, I don't know if it's happened that way, but you could. It, lo- <laughs> it feels like. It's like, have you seen Tommy? Nope. Oh, he's over there in the pot bunker. But they know their golf, and uh, it will be, it'll be interesting to see. I hope we don't have, like, 24 under wins the Open Championship. But there is that probably feeling that uh, they could. They could just dismantle that course. And it's really, really, really fast. All right, we'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like... A lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. 
my wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope, I was wrong. Because hmm. then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, oh. Polly. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. This day in sports history, found the results of the poll question. David Faraday set to join us tomorrow from the Open Championship. My thanks to Chris Mannix and Bob Herrick who joined us. We'll get some phone calls here. Uh, this day in TV history, Paulie. Shocked that you knew I had something, Dan. Mm. Um, this day in TV history, 1976, the show Family Feud made its debut on ABC, at that time hosted by Richard Dawson, still yeah. going strong yeah. with, I think, Steve Harvey's always Steve right? Harvey. Long yeah. time. Yes, I have a question off this. Right. You or you and your family can appear on any game show all time. Which one are you going with and why? I'll start with you, Marvin Prince. You know what? Family Feud. Okay. Just my favorite. Good answer. Good answer. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Todd? Love Family Feud. I may go $100,000 pyramid. That's always fun trying to get them mm, to guess everything, especially if you get to that championship round. But you can't have your family with you. I know. I'd, I'd pick one from the family. I, 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 there's a lot of shows where you don't want the whole family can play. Oh. Where you only have, you know. Oh, I thought that was part of it. That It could be you or you and your family. Oh, okay. Seton? Well, yeah, I mean, maybe the word family got stuck in everybody's head, but the first thing that popped in my head was Family Feud. Yeah. But there's one show that I was always like, oh, see, I would totally do this one, but I think it's considered a reality show and not a game show, which I'm not really sure exactly what the difference is sometimes. But The Amazing Race was always like, uh, oh, I would totally do that. Yeah, I have no interest in doing that. Oh, man, that sounds awesome. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice to go around the world. Yeah. But then I got to work when you I go find around. find some clues and stuff like that and mm -hmm. get to the next place. Mm -hmm. That sounds rad. I think Family Feud would be fun. I think that, that'd be, you know, have your family. How many do you have on there? Four? Is it four or five? Five. Five altogether. Okay. Uh, yeah, Paul. First of all, I'm going to DQ Seton's answer, and I'm going to ask him to rethink it under a traditional studio game show. Hmm. And I'm going to go Price is Right because you get the excitement of beginning called out of the audience to start, then the excitement of making it to the stage, mm. and then you're with Bob Barker or, or, you know, that's fantastic. Drew Carey. Drew Carey. And then you get to compete in a game, which is fun. You usually win some prizes. And then even if you don't make it or don't win your game, you get to go to the showcase showdown and spin the wheel. Mm. There's a lot of action going on there for your experience. And there's a lot of hot, usually hot women. Yeah. But you know that I was offered the job there, and it feels like, are you bringing this up because I didn't take the job? Absolutely not. Okay. I wish you would have. I thought it would have been great. <laughs> no. like, I don't think that would help me get on. No. Well, we wouldn't be doing this if I was doing that, I don't think. I mean, it's not like with Jeopardy. Alex Trebek worked about 50 days out of the year. Yes, he. Are we being too disrespectful right now by not mentioning Wheel of Fortune? It's one of the great game shows, right? Pat Sajak, obviously big End of the show. Yeah, I, I'm bad at that show. Yeah, I, I, you know, Wheel of Fortune. I always loved it. Yes, Todd. I thought the match game was always a lot of fun too, especially because they had like little quirky fill in the blanks kind of mm. thing. 
There was always a sexual innuendo in there. With... And usually one person would get nothing right, and the other person, it was so obvious, they'd get like all six of these celebrities would get the right answer with them. Yeah, Price is Right was, uh, was good. Um, you know, I, I had to get approval from, uh, it wasn't Bob, Bar- uh, Bob Barker, right? The, the blessing from Bob Barker for uh, uh, Price is Right. Is that right, Bob Barker? Monty Hall was... Uh, let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. Yeah, he was good, too. Yeah, so I had to get the blessing from uh, the, the people at Price is Right, you know, reached out to Bob Barker, and Bob Barker said that he was fine with me doing the uh, show. Yes, he... Oh, I was going to say, what, what did you have to get the blessing for? Yeah, the show. Yeah, to... Because they were offering me the job, and then they said, we've already reached out to Bob Barker, and Bob uh, signed off on it. And I'm going, wow, we're really far down the road on this. You think they gave him tape of you or he already knew you? I have no idea. I have no idea. Yes, Mark. What about the newlywed game? I mean, I would fail that because I can't tell you anything. (laughs) What's your wife's middle name? Mm. Gina? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Although you might be great on the show because you're not good at being married. You know, that you don't know why you're successful in marriage. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. Oh, my God. They said, oh, what do you make whoopee? What does that even mean? <laughs> Bob Eubanks. Oh. Bob Eubanks was uh, that. Big uh, hair. Dating game? Dating game was always good. That was always. There are a lot of famous people in the dating game. That was uh, Jim Lang. Is that right? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. And, and here, here they are. are. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there are some famous people on that show. I, like, was Schwarzenegger on there? Was, was like, Brian Cranston on there? So you could get a date with Goldie Hawn. Or it's just really weird. Scott Baio was bachelor number three for some reason. Thank you, Tom. You're welcome. Uh, do you have a list of the famous people in the dating game, Pauline? Uh Yes. Farrah Fawcett was on oh. it. Suzanne, Su- my God, Suzanne Summers. I would have cut yeah. off a finger. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay Wagner, Six Million Dollar oh, Man. Six, no, Bionic well, Woman. No, no, she was the, the Bionic Woman. Well, I'm saying it's a spinoff <laughs> of Six Million Dollar Man. Of course. Of course yeah. No insults. Yeah. Leif Garrett, Leif Garrett, the Leaf. singer. Leif. Yeah. Yeah, Tom was... Selleck appeared on it. All right. And Lee Majors, of course, a Six Million Dollar Man. Yeah. Wow. And here they are. <laughs> And then, you know, they'd ask these questions, and then, you know, you get some guy who's really thoughtful. And... My perfect day is yeah. <laughs> we start off with a bike ride. See, they, it felt like they were doing Instagram before Instagram, where they'd be like, oh, you are, you are everything to me, and this is what I would love to do. We'd get a bicycle, a tandem bicycle. We'd go have a picnic, and I would make the sandwiches. I would crush the grapes. Yes, he I remember one time I was watching this game show, but it was like sort of like a new age one. It came out around the time of So You Want to Be a Millionaire or whatever mm, those were, right? Mm. And they're, the, the prize money is $2 million. And they're going down, the host is going down like, so what would you do with the prize money? And the people are saying like the most outlandish stuff like, I would buy a f- private island and I would put a huge mansion on there and I'd invite my whole family down. All of this crazy stuff and by the end of it, the host was like, you guys realize this is $2 million, right? Like, you couldn't possibly afford everything you guys just said and it like killed the whole momentum right there. Like, guys, no one's buying a private island for $2 million in the Caribbean. What are you talking about? Uh, 
<laughs> yes, Todd. I thought the dating game was very inappropriate at times. I loved it, even as like an eight-year-old. Wait, you thought it was I, inappropriate? Yeah, as a kid, I'm like, wow. She's saying, wow. I, I, you love lollipops. So we go out on a date, and I'm a lollipop. What would you do to me? And they would say things like that. I'm like, what? I don't know if that's true or <laughs> I'm not. I'm pretty sure I heard that. I'm a lollipop. What would you what do What are you me? doing, given your mom's dominance over you? How I are know. you? I snuck you... into the other room. You close the door. <laughs> yeah, she gives you the milk and cookies. You close the door. She goes, Todd, in. what are you watching in there? You love chocolate bars, and I'm a Hershey's. What happens? That's what they said on the show. I don't think that's true. I think they did. <laughs> yes, Paulie. <laughs> I, I am looking back at some of the other people that were on Dating Game. Arnold Schwarzenegger's on there, but he's kind of famous already. Yeah. But he's wearing like a Smedium shirt and Smedium pants. Ooh. Like he's he's about to, you know. It, it's fascinating to see because there's Tom Selleck before he was famous. Mm. Uh, but there's a bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, this day in sports history. You got anything for me? Yes, uh, 1979, WLUP radio disc jockey Steve Dahl and Gary Meyer did disco demolition at Comiskey Park between the doubleheader of a Sox game. Yeah. That was a big deal. That The uh, White Sox were, uh, they had to forfeit the second game of the doubleheader to the Tigers that night. Uh, let's see, anything else? Kirby Puckett retires. Boss. 1996, due to the loss of vision in uh, one of his eyes. You know, when, when Todd is trying to find this day in sports, you know, for scoreboard, snoreboard, and uh, the backroom guys were telling me this, that the, the, it was like three years ago or a couple of years ago, and Todd goes, oh, uh, on this day, Big Poppy got shot. Like, hey, I got I got something for snoreboard. Like, you were a little too excited for... Yeah, that one in particular. I don't know. That's that's kind of a morbid one. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I was I was excited to say the left side of the scoreboard was Ron Guidry retiring also, especially after that 1978 25-3 season. So I love, uh, you know, Louisiana Lightning for that one. But the right side, I had Puckett 34, which was obviously depressing with his uh, vision situation. Yeah. Ron Guidry, that season, one of the greatest seasons in baseball history. 1.74 ERA, 25-3. Yeah. Yes, yes, Paul. You're not going to start this day in TV history tomorrow, are you, Todd? <laughs> I'm going to try Just to hold on. Wow. Uh, Chris in Sacramento. Chris, I know you've been holding a long time. Sorry we're just getting around to you. Oh, it's all right, Dan. I understand, y'all. I'm trying to bring up something that you're not even talking about. Oh. But I was uh, – yeah. So I've, I've watched a lot of baseball over the years, and I've come to the realization I don't think there's anybody better than John Miller of the San Francisco Giants. Just the way he presents the game. You can close your eyes and listen to it, and he just does a phenomenal job. And I was wondering if you thought he was better than anybody else, Bob Costas, John Sterling, all the big names out there. And I was just curious what your thought was of him. That's all. Yeah, I don't rank him. Um, I just enjoy him. And, and John was a great teammate at ESPN when he did Sunday Night Baseball with Joe Morgan. And Done the Giants games for such a long period of time. Uh, he just, you know, there's certain voices, and I think it's lost on a, a, you know, a different generation now. And it's not a get off my lawn. It's just we grew up listening to a game. Now you watch a game, and there's a difference in that. You know, you're listening for the voice, and the voice means something to you. And John fits in with that. Final results of the poll question, Seaton. Dan, we put up, why would someone want to be an umpire or referee? 51% of the audience say, I have absolutely no idea, followed by, for the love of the game, and then only 13% power slash control. Todd, what did you learn today? What I learned today was the following. John Smoltz says he never ironed his shirt while he was wearing it, forcing him to miss a start. 
Were you not prepared? I, I had it off there. I also had Chris Mannix says NBA ownership is soft. They don't have the stomach for a public fight with one of their star players. Seton, what did you learn? Derek Jeter, almost a legend. Almost. And no gift baskets. Marv? Mannix still loves Rubia. Yeah, he does. Paulie? More bunking, less debunking. What, do, uh, what did I learn, Todd? You learned the same thing we all learned about John Smoltz and his iron shirt that never happened. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about Discover. You redeem your rewards for cash anytime in any amount. That's amazing. Learn more. Discover.com slash redeem awards. Term supply. Thanks for the phone calls, emails, tweets, all around support. We'll do it again tomorrow. David Faraty will join us. We'll talk to you then. One more item as we close out this Tuesday show. It's Sleep Number, here to help you, certainly during the summer months. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because fireworks and beach days and barbecues are even better with a great night's sleep. Also, 360 Smart Bed. The Sleep IQ data shows sleepers who use the 360 Smart Bed technology get almost 30 minutes more restful sleep per night. Now you say, well, that's 30 minutes. Add it all up over the course of a year, 170 hours. Summer's in full swing. Great time to practice self-care so you can enjoy it all and feel your best. And they have all kinds of tips to help you get a great night's sleep but take advantage right now save 40 percent on the new sleep number 360 cse smart bed queen now 1499 dollars why choose proven quality sleep from sleep number because every great day starts the night before only at sleep number stores or sleepnumber.com slash patrick at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The brilliant EQE SUV from Mercedes-Benz available with digital light technology. So smart, even the headlamps are thinking. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQE SUV. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus